Welcome to Prospect Sports Weekly. I'm Jacob Siciliano, joined here, as always, by Cameron Sullivan. Today in the booth, or should I say Zoom box, we have prospect guard Andy Will, along with the possibility of head coach Matt Weber, to talk about what has so far been a season like no other. Obviously, Mr. Weber has not been in the Zoom meeting with us today so far. He might drop in later. He's caught up in a football meeting, I believe. So, Cam, I believe you have a sponsorship for us. Yes, and before we get started, just a reminder that the Prospect Athletic Boosters are proud sponsors of the Prospect Sports Weekly Podcast. The Prospect Athletic Booster Club raises funds to support our school's dedicated student-athletes. If you are interested in making a donation, joining boosters, attending a monthly meeting, or learning more about the organization, please visit prospectathleticboosters.com. All right, and I know they have a sale going on with some Prospect merch, so make sure to go check that out. But getting back to the interview here with Andy Will. So what has it just been like getting back into that routine of waking up, playing basketball, practicing, learning the scheme, just kind of getting back in some sort of normalcy? What has that been like for you? It's been super exciting. I know we were all waiting a long time to hear about a season. Um, And so, yeah, it's super exciting to get back in the gym every day, which is super nice. Um, Start competing again against other teams because I know – our season wasn't looking good for a while, so we're just really grateful to be back. And what did the feeling like to be able to actually play games, be back in Gene Walker Fieldhouse for the first time in under seven months? It was unbelievable. I really didn't think that we'd be able to do that this year. Um, it was super exciting, our first game against Elk Grove, which we won. Um, our home game, our, our bench, our fans, it was just really nice to be back, and I'm super excited for the rest of our season. Yeah, just like you said, there wasn't a ton of optimism coming into this winter about a season. What was kind of the the energy and the vibe you were getting for some of your players? And what was kind of that dark moment that you had? Because I know a lot of basketball players that I've talked to have kind of had that moment. They're like, I might not get a season this year. Yeah, it was super depressing to hear because my sister's season, her college season got canceled this year. And so we heard all these things um, that it it, like wasn't looking good. And so after our contact days in October were canceled, we just didn't think it was going to happen. But then they just threw a season together in like two days and now we're here. Yeah. That was a crazy announcement. (laughs) Yeah. I know. And I know you guys had like only like seven days of preparation. So what was that like trying to just get ready for the season? Like just all of a sudden scrambling. Um, we had to put a lot of things in, in those seven days, like working on our new defense, um, like the rotation and everything and all of our new plays also like adjusting to wearing a mask over your nose was a challenge in that area. (laughs) Playing with a mask. What is that like? Does it affect your game at all? Or what's kind of the impact of that? In the beginning it did, um, but in practice we all tried to really work on keeping it above our nose because I know they were going to be pretty strict this season about it. Um, but I think all of us have adjusted pretty nicely to wearing our masks during the games. It doesn't really seem to be affecting us as much. Yeah, so obviously like Cam just said, like seven days. What is that like to try and build chemistry with your team? Yeah, it was a little challenging because – Weber is actually a new coach this year and so we met him um, in October for a few days and we were trying to build connections there Um, and then we had Zoom meetings every week for a little while and we were reading a book together Um, 
but you know we're all we're all really close and we're all friends and so we just try to keep positive attitude and just do what we could in that time but I think we we're a lot closer now now that we're back in the gym and having a season. And how would you say the team has kind of adjusted now to a new head coach? I know you guys had Miller last year and what's kind of been the transition like? Um, I think that we welcomed him with open arms and we're excited to see, we were excited to see what he had planned for us. Um, all of his plays and his defense, it's just been, it's really nice having him. He has a lot of great ideas. How is that like? learning an entire new scheme, an entire new playbook. Like you said, before the podcast, we were kind of talking about your wild, crazy, awesome defense and yeah. how that works. And that's, that's extremely complicated to me, right? So how, what was that like trying to learn that in this period of, of seven days? Obviously, you had Zoom meetings and whatnot. But what was that, what was that experience like? Um, in the beginning, it was a little challenging because it wasn't really – like what we were used to, especially last year, we played a lot of zone last year. Um, and so it took a little bit of getting used to, but I think we're on the right track now. And obviously that defense is very successful against Elk Grove as you guys beat them 61 to 43. And what's it like to be able to get your first win and especially that first win at home? It was extremely exciting. I know our bench was super hyped up. Um, we all had a great attitude. We were super happy to be there and it really meant a lot win our first home game yeah going into that game right obviously emotions were high and whatnot but the first half shooting wise was a little bit on the rough side I think the number that we had in the booth from our stats guy Cameron <laughs> was eight for 33 from yeah. Google attempts right and I don't know if that's exact or whatnot but that's around what it was and then out of the gates in the second half, you guys caught fire. What was that halftime message? Yeah. Um, I think in the beginning, we were all just a little nervous um, and, like, super anxious to be back. Um, but at halftime, he just sat us down and told us exactly what needed to happen. Um, we needed to calm down and just play our own pace, play our game get them on their heels. Sure, and I know you had a really good game as you scored 17 points. And what's it like being able to like have such a good game like that week one? Um, it was really nice being able to help my team and support my team in that area. Um, I know in the beginning I wasn't shooting very well, and so I just kept trying to take open shots and things like that, and eventually they fell. So it was nice having that lead at the end. So – Obviously, throughout that game, kind of the theme in the game and the joke was in the booth that it was controlled chaos, right, it was turnovers, right? And obviously, there was a string of plays or it was just turnover after turnover. What was kind of Weber's message with that? He just said that we needed to, you know, like control the ball, um, really look, look for open people, not just force passes. Um, and just play how we normally play. Don't like try to force anything. Don't go out of the way. Go, don't go out of your way to make unnecessary passes. And so he just calmed us down and then we got back into it. One quick thing. What would you call kind of not the scheme or whatnot, but your style of play? Um, I think it's really fast paced. We try to get into transition pretty fast um after a made shot we have our transition like layups and everything that really contribute to 
Guitar fast paced motion. Um, so we're always trying to push the ball and things like that and get steals and look ahead. And I know this game was probably very unusual because you guys didn't have that same amount of fans as usual. The U wasn't there. It was only 50 people. But what was kind of like the atmosphere that was built in the gym still? Uh, I think the parents were really happy to be there, really happy to be cheering on their their kids. And just we are all really excited and grateful to be back. I think it was a great atmosphere. What was it like, though, to compare it to other seasons? If you were to go back when you were playing and you had that whole field house filled with fans versus now, what was the difference? Um, yeah, it's a big difference because you come into the game and there's both away parents and home parents and everyone's cheering at all times. Um, so the games are a little quieter, definitely. Um, but it's still nice being, being able to have your parents there at home games because at away games, you're not allowed to bring anyone. So. Was there a message to keep the energy up off the bench? Because we saw the bench get animated a couple times. Yeah, definitely. I think everyone is doing their part on and off the court, especially the bench. They're cheering everybody on, just getting on their feet, being loud, things like that. And another thing with this weird COVID season is usually you and the boys, like your guys' teams, you guys would play back-to-back and kind of had that where – it was almost like doubleheader games. But without that, now you guys have like a big stretch of away games. What's it like to now have to play a ton of games on the road opposed to not having as many home games? Um, I think it's definitely different. Um, but I'm just grateful to be back playing games, even if it's one after the other. And there's not as many fans. It's just it's nice to be back. With the whole situation with the boys' season getting postponed for now, what was that like for you as a girls basketball player when you heard that their season is, is gone for seven days? It was really eye-opening, um, definitely, for them having like two weeks of their season taken away. Um, it must have been horrible to hear that. Um, so it definitely made me take the situation even more seriously and try to do my part to protect everyone. Is, is home so Sorry, Cam. <laughs> is home field advantage still a real thing, though? I definitely think it is because the only people in there besides the other team are, are your fans now. So I think they definitely get you more excited. Yeah, I know you guys had your first away game against Hersey. Obviously, wasn't necessarily in your favor. You guys lost. But what do you think is some of the big takeaways from that game? Um. I think we adjusted to their press better in the second half, definitely. Um, like how to split the trap and just push the ball and keep it under control. Um, I think our defense as well um, really impacted that game. Like looking long, not anything, go past you. Just like getting tips and pushing the ball, things like that. How do you respond mentally and kind of morally from a game like that moving forward for the rest of the season? Um, I think it's definitely a learning opportunity. We took a lot away from that game. Even though we lost, it was a great competitive game, and we're looking to um, compete against them in a few weeks at home. And now you guys got BG coming up uh, tomorrow, actually, this Friday. So what do you think the biggest things you're ready for that game are? Um, I think 
definitely pushing the ball, trying to play as fast as we can, um, trying to get as many shots up as we can. Um, definitely on ball pressure, um, pressing, things like that to try to get them rattled. All right. Well, we can only hope that your guys' season goes well as planned. Remember, you can catch all of Andy Wills and the rest of the girls' Prospect Knights basketball team home games right here on Night TV. You can find those links at Night TV 801. Remember to check out the Prospect Athletic Boosters, who are the sponsors of this podcast. Once again, Andy, we really appreciate you coming on. For Cameron Sullivan, I'm Jacob Siciliano, signing off for Prospect Sports Weekly.